Daily Football Report 35.5. This is part two of our NFL draft coverage special. This is a half episode. Thank you. We've seen, we've discussed this on the most recent pods as well, and especially on some bonus segments here on YouTube as well at Forcing Sports. The NFL rebuilds are getting quicker. And a lot of this has to do with the fact that teams, it's getting harder to miss on some of these defensive players some of these quarterbacks right so for example we've seen the Bengals hit home run with burrow right we forget that just the other day people expected burrow to only be as good as tony romo if that right burrow's already looking fantastic and the other part i think we're seeing something where teams are actually listening to their quarterback and hey actually listening and getting them players that they worked well with right so the Bengals did this they went out and got jamar chase that was fantastic now, look, get your quarterback and surround him with the best team possible, right? So that's the other part. Yeah, agreed. And again, like you said, the Texans, they don't have as many holes, in my opinion, as you think they do, right? I just, I think they have to just keep consistent. So keep your coach and figure out where you're going at quarterback. And I think if you're the Texans, you got to go after Derek Carr if you can And I only say that because you don't want to rush a quarterback in and kill his confidence. All right. That's not what you want to do. So, yeah, they have the cap space. Let's go. Let's sign some players. Yeah. You know, I love that you brought up the Bengals right earlier. You kind of use them as your example of build the team and then plug him in. I think it's very similar to how I'm feeling. Obviously, their O-line probably wasn't where it should have been in the Bengals for them to take him. Hence why he got injured right away. But what I will say is this, Goggin, I'm glad you think the Texans are not uh, in a bad situation or a uh, they're in a good situation. I don't see that at all. I see the Texans as having probably the least attractive roster if I was a coach going to. And it kind of bums me out because I really like D'Amico Ryans, but he's got his work cut out for him. Uh, I think they're obviously going to have money to spend in free agency. That's a huge plus. This roster is not going to stay the same. But they're going to have an opportunity here. They're going to have a real opportunity to stockpile picks, and they're going to have to decide, is it the franchise quarterback that we want? Do we want to go get Stroud? Um, you know, Do we want to go get you know, Bryce Young? Or do we want to invest in the defense, build that team up from the ground up, and just then plug the quarterback in? Let's not forget, the draft class in 2024 is going to be insane for quarterbacks. And the Texans are still probably going to be able to get that top five spot. So it's an interesting debate slash discussion, you know. The other part I would also mention is, yeah, patience. Patience at quarterback, all right? And the Bears, the Bears fans seem to already want to get rid of Fields. I don't get it because I think Fields, to me, is a top 10 quarterback in the league today in terms of talent, all right? He hasn't proven it yet, but I think he's getting there. And in the right team, yeah, he would be. Look, I got to say, for to me, in my opinion, I, I know you're talking about next year's draft class already. But this year, let's talk about this year. This is the deepest quarterback draft I've seen in my lifetime. All right, I'm coming up on 30 years. This is it. I, I really believe it. Look, top to bottom, you are getting Jake Hayner here as a late round draft value. You're getting Max Duggan who just took TCU to the finals as a late-round draft value. Like, come on. there's, it's, it's honestly just what kind of quarterback do you want in your system, right? 
There's pocket passers. There's mobile quarterbacks. There's dual threats. This is a very deep quarterback draft, all right? Let's not forget that. No, you're spot on. We had this discussion, you know, uh, I believe it was on the uh, two episodes ago where we kind of talked about how this really is the, yeah, this is a fantastic class. I just, man, I almost feel like this is the appetizer though, man, because 2024 is going to be, you know, you got Caleb Williams, you're going to have Jordan Travis, who's going to be an absolute stud this season. He's going to raise his draft stock entirely. I mean, look, there's going to be generational Not to say there isn't this year, but generational talent in the 2024 quarterback draft. And you're going to see people really, really trying to get that top spot. So, you know, look, I think this is – I always love talking college with you, man. This is uh, fantastic. Goggin, I got to ask you, though, man, we've spent quite a bit on the college side. Do you want to jump over to the NFL and talk about some of the news of the weekend that we haven't been able to get to yet? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We can transition over to the news. Uh, I know we have a lot of listeners. Please comment away. We will read those live on the air right now, and we will address them on the spot as well. Adrian knows. want to give you a big shout-out as well right now. You are just sending the best questions we've ever had on this pod, right? You are just making us think it's late night here on a Sunday, and, uh, you know, it's it's great. It's great to see this, man. We really appreciate it. And, yeah, guys, for the record, we're here Every night, Daily Football Report is the podcast. Foreseen Sports is the name. And we do this every day. We love this. We're on YouTube, Foreseen Sports as well. We've got almost 100 videos there. Please check that out. We're on TikTok, Foreseen Sports as well. Check that out too. And we always get back to you, right? For we, we have a comment policy where we get back to every comment within 10 hours as well. So, oh, yeah. If you comment, no, we're no. going to get back to you. We're going to let you know what's going on. We're going to let you know if we agree, disagree. Look, that's the beautiful thing about sports, guys. We all have different opinions. And just because me and Goggin are the ones talking on the mic, we want to get all your opinions out there because that's what makes sports fun when we can all, you know, picture yourself. We're all sitting at a bar. We're all just talking shop, ordering beers, having a good time. That's what we do on this podcast. Uh, So, Goggin, I got some news for you, man. I want to get your take on this. So, these all broke late Saturday night slash early Sunday. Um, So, starting it off. Looks like Rex Ryan is the favorite to be the new defensive coordinator in Denver. Gagan, do you love that Rex Ryan is coming back from his reporting slash analyst duties to be a defensive coordinator? I love this. Look, I I gotta say Rex Ryan to me is my all-time favorite defensive guy. And I think it's just the fact that he has no filter, right? Didn't he once Tell me if I'm wrong. Didn't he have – he has a tattoo of Mark Sanchez or his wife has a tattoo of Mark Sanchez or something along those lines? Like this is the level of craziness you need to play defense and to coach defense, and I'm all for it. I think he is a fun guy. You can tell that he's getting bored at the analyst side. Let's bring him back. I'm, I'm ready for this. I agree. Look, yes, that is 100% true, Goggin. That's probably not the most controversial thing even about this man. But look, Rex Ryan is fantastic. He's a great media. He's a great guy for the NFL in terms of a coach with a face with a name, right? We all know of Rex Ryan. You've heard about his father. You've heard about his brother. There's just a great defensive coordinating family. And I just want to throw this out here. I love that he's coming back. I I couldn't find a better spot for a coach that's been out a few years to come back to other than a Denver. That defense is already loaded up with talent. You're coming into a Sean Payton. Gonna be, you're not going to even look at the offense. You're strictly there 
to work on your defensive side of the football. And I think that's going to be what Rex wants to do. And I think it's going to be extremely easy for Rex to do. I think this is going to be a smooth transition. I don't think the game's passed him by. I think he's a very smart guy. He's been watching the league. And I think it's going to be good, man. Look, I'm, I got to say this. The Ryan family just has fantastic hair, right? I don't know. I don't get it, but it's pretty cool, man. Like, I think it just, that's the type of energy you need as a defensive coordinator. I think you're uh, you're really trying to praise Rob Ryan. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Yes, yes, his brother Rob Ryan, fantastic hair. Yes, yes, it might be gray, but man, is it a is it a healthy head of hair? Hey, right, look, 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 look for. I mean, it, when you look like football Gandhi as as I do these days, right? I'm only <laughs> limited to like two haircuts and two hairstyles these days, so <laughs> I got to give some love there. Yes, man, you got two options: bald and shaved. No, the look, man. All right, moving on, man. We got our next question here, and I think this is going to be an interesting one. The NFL is actually looking to ban the push-play quarterback sneak. If anyone's asking what that is, that is what the Eagles have ran to like a 75 or 80% efficiency level this year. It's insane. It almost never fails. If they're on fourth and one, they're getting the first down. Um, and what they do that's different than a traditional quarterback sneak is this. They don't just have their quarterback you know, go on his own. They actually use uh, a fullback or a running back or both or a tight end to push him forward to get the first. And look, you're not allowed to carry players for first downs. Um, and so I think they're kind of treating it similarly. But Goggin, do you like or hate that we're going to ban the push play? For you know exactly how I feel about this attempt at banning the most unstoppable play I've ever seen in football. All right, look, for any of our regular listeners, there's no doubt about it, okay? I had to ride the Philadelphia Eagles bandwagon this year. My Carolina Panthers did not make the playoffs, so of course. Look, the Eagles were unstoppable with this play, and you should not ban it, all right? You got to – look, can you stop it? Yeah. Don't get them to fourth and one. Don't get them to fourth and two. You have three other plays to stop it, all right? No, don't ban this play. Tom Brady ran how many quarterback sneaks for how long? All right, no, I don't like this one bit. All right, I'm going to defend the Philadelphia Eagles and the Eagles fan base here. Let's keep this play. Other teams should be able to use it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But look, if you're going to have a rule where you can't carry, you shouldn't be allowed to push the guy over. And that's my argument. The quarterback sneak is designed for trying to get the first. It's a quarterback going with his line at the same time, the cadence. You're trying to find a hole and you're trying to gain that one yard. That's what it is. I don't want to see a quarterback looking like an Oreo cookie out there getting smashed in between a lineman and a running back getting carried for the extra three yards and then you just have defensive tackles and ends looking like they just have the the air completely taken out of them it's just not fun for me and i'm hoping that they do ban this so we can go back to the traditional qb sneak which had some sort of mystery on if it was gonna gonna happen this is the comparison that i have look i don't know if anyone here plays madden or has played madden in their lifetime but that's like when you get online and you're excited to play a good competitive game with some people and they spam the same three plays over and over again because the game's glitched and you know you're going to get the first down. It just takes all the fun out of the game and it's just not something that I want to see. Hey, that's on you, For Look, if you can't stop those three plays playbook, that's on you. Look, I get it, man. I get it. But all right. All right. So moving on. We got... Uh, you you uh, can tell I got a little heated there having <laughs> my Eagles, all right? I'm still a little... Uh, 
little salty that my minus two Eagles did not hit. All right, man. I think you made it all back in your uh, 4-0 XFL picks for the weekend, so I think you're doing just fine there. But look, Goggin, let me go ahead and get us transitioned here. The big news uh, that's going on right now, he's actually in New York right now, is Derek Carr's being hosted by the Jets this weekend. He's, I believe, still there. Do you uh, do you like the fit? Do you hate the fit? And what are your thoughts if Derek Carr is, in fact, going to be a New York Jet? Yeah, completely love this. I think the Jets would be fantastic for him. That's a good spot. Look, he just needs people, all right? He needs people. Also, 